So I was doing some reading and research indicated that about a third of your learners are auditory learners, a third are visual learners, and about 15 to 20%, I believe, are tactile kinesthetic learners. I'm not sure what the deal is with that missing percentage. Welcome to the Laura Creates Courses weekly podcast. I'm Laura Coulter, and I'm here to share with you insights and stories to help you develop your own effective online course. Each episode includes something for you to do and a way to interact with a community of people just like you. You can find the show notes for this and other podcast episodes at lauracreatescourses.com slash podcast slash EP and the episode number. In episode nine, we talk about how to address learning preferences. People have preferred ways of learning. Some like to read, some like to watch videos, others like to listen, and mixed in with those types are those who like to do alongside the instructions. You can't build a perfect course for each learner, but you can address many learning preferences in one course by offering choices. This choice addresses the adult learning principle that says adults want consideration as equal partners in the learning process. You are respecting their ability to choose what works for them. So now is a good time to talk about learning modalities. Learning modality is a term that means how people consume information. The three modalities are visual, auditory, and tactile kinesthetic. The people who are visual learners are those who picture things in their mind. They might like diagrams. They also like to read the text themselves see it with their own eyes. Auditory learners like to listen and to speak. These learners like spending time in discussion. Your tactile kinesthetic learners require some sort of touch. These are the kinds of students in school who learned math concepts best by using manipulatives, things they could move around and group up. As a course creator, you need to apply what you know about learning modalities to adult learners. We're not going to be giving all of our students manipulatives, but we do need to build in ways for them to get hands-on experience. If your course has students creating something physical, then you're covered. As you're designing your course, you want to include the information in those three different modalities as often as you can. It can be the same information, but you give the learner a choice on how they prefer to access that information and to consume it. If you create a video lesson off of a script, then you already have the text available to post as an option for those students who would prefer to read. If you record the video lesson without a script, you can try the trick of opening a Google Doc and turning on voice typing, then playing your video out loud and letting the voice typing record your words on the document. You will need to clean it up because it doesn't notice punctuation and paragraphs unless you say period or new paragraph. My phone voice recorder has a speech to text feature. So I start all my content by talking out my ideas there. I remember to say period and new paragraph sometimes. You need to build in choices for your students on how to consume your content. Do you want a way to choose effective learning activities at your fingertips? Download my free ebook, Online Course Creation Made Easy, 
25 activities to engage your online learner at lauracreatescourses.com. It's designed to help you choose the right learning activity to meet your goal. That's lauracreatescourses.com. I have an example from my personal experience. I created materials for my coworkers to understand how to do things, generally with technology. I would send out how-to instructions, and often I would send out a bulleted list of steps that people had to follow. But I also included short walkthrough videos, especially if it was new software that they were working with. It was the exact same stuff that was on my bulleted list, it just happened to have images that went with it and my voice explaining the steps. I was thinking it was too much. People were not going to read all that or read and watch the video. Then I got an email from a coworker. She thanked me for providing the video instructions as well as the written instructions because English was not her first language. She spoke excellent English, but reading was a lot slower for her. She loved listening to my voice on the walkthrough and following those directions, and she really appreciated that I gave her the choice. I got an email from another coworker who said they very much appreciated that they could see what I was doing on the videos. So yes, they listened to my voice, but actually watching someone do the steps they were supposed to do is what helped them. I heard from yet another coworker who said, thank you for listing the instructions below the video because there was no way she was gonna watch the video. She needed them written. From that point on, I made sure to have a short video walkthrough and the written instructions. I only worked with 90 or so people, but all the modalities were needed. So I was doing some reading and research indicated that about a third of your learners are auditory learners, a third are visual learners, and about 15 to 20%, I believe, are tactile kinesthetic learners. I'm not sure what the deal is with that missing percentage. With those types of numbers, it's in your best interest to provide the different modalities to cover your bases. And your learners will appreciate that you thought enough of them to give them a choice in the matter. It does make them feel like they are partners in the learning. Giving your learners a choice on how they consume your content works well in all cases and courses. It's an overarching best practice that should be used often. Providing students with choice on how they want to receive the information respects them as individual learners and increases student motivation to continue. Now, if you have an instance where you really need the student to watch the video, like a screencast tutorial, then don't offer another way to access the material. It's okay to not give a choice sometimes if there are no reasonable options. I also want you to keep in mind that some of your learners may have special needs. Some may be using a screen reader and need specific ways to access your information. We'll talk more about accessibility in a future episode. Now it's your turn. Think of something you plan to teach in your course. How would you provide the information for your visual learners? your auditory learners, and your tactile learners. Share your ideas with the community in the comments of the episode video. If you're listening to this as a podcast, the link will be in the show notes. Read the other comments and offer support and feedback as you see a need. I look forward to reading your contributions. If you enjoyed this podcast, 
please let me know by giving it a rating and sharing a screenshot on Instagram. Be sure to tag at Laura Creates Courses. And now it's time for a cup of coffee. <laughs> We're excited.